Welcome to Tara Talks. I am your host, Tara Punter, founder and director of Tara Punter PR, where we help perfectly normal business owners achieve their perfectly extraordinary goals, honing in on their sales strategy and success. I am so excited to share this with you. Thank you for joining. Feel free to subscribe and let's dive in. which is amazing um and I saw you just sort of tuck it under the carpet there yes I started out with events let's not brush past the fact you sold out your first event at Hickstead shall we (laughs) which is an amazing feat yeah I was uh I was uh very much out of my depth um but yeah that's where it started and where I started to enjoy it and I wanted to do more but I sometimes think that actually when you're thrown in at the deep end and you've just got to figure it out, that's when the best things can happen, isn't it? Definitely. And, and you have to be able to take risks and go out of your comfort zone. Um, and, and, you know, it doesn't always work, but you're, as long as you, you know, it's, it's very, um, everyone says that you have to learn from your mistakes, but you genuinely do. And yeah. if you don't make any mistakes, you're not going to have those learning experiences and I agree. grow from it. Yeah, absolutely. So you're 19 now. Um, how old were you when you ran that first competition? I booked it when I was 15, uh, or just turned 15, so it was April 2016, and then it ran in October 2015. Um, and it was, it was quite tricky because any venue or place I spoke to thought, you know, who is this kid? And uh, I just... <laughs> did a, a Q&A with Jenny Winter um, from Flying Changes Coaching and she was managing one of the centres that I was trying to book for an event. And, oh really? You know, did, did think, um, you know, like I said, who is this kid? And now she, she's actually come to uh, my events at Hickstead and things with her own horse um, and kind of followed the journey and uh, no, it's, it's, yeah, it's quite cool. That's amazing how that sort of has all come about, isn't it? <laughs> Definitely, and it's quite funny because my photographer, um, Claire Owen, is, uh, that comes to all my clinics, is uh, best friends with my old science teacher, <laughs> and who uh, I was, uh, wasn't very good in science, but he, he went out of his way to make sure I passed, um, and I, I got an okay result in my GCSE, I think. Only because she kept nagging me. And uh, so now I make sure she 
that's so funny so what did your parents think then when at 15 year old at 15 years old you were off organizing events when i guess you should have been focusing on those gcses <laughs> yeah i i they, they definitely thought i was absolutely mad <laughs> um and, and 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 well they didn't quite know to the extent of of what i was doing because i was you know it, it all grew from on my phone in my bedroom just emailing people and, and doing things on facebook <laughs> and they they kind of started seeing that um obviously when i was posting on facebook but they again didn't quite understand it um and then they saw me started uh, getting all the entry forms and results sheets and everything printed and put together for the event um but it was the day before um the, the event um that they came to hicksted with me and saw the place because they'd never been to hicksted before either even for the big international okay um and just thought yeah i am crazy <laughs> but it's very good i think parents are very good at kind of just going with something you know when you have these big bold ideas they don't question it too much they don't challenge you they just kind of you know, go along quietly in the background and they think, right, yep, we'll see what's going to happen here then. <laughs> and then they just sort of go along with it, don't they? Which is very admirable. Yeah, it's quite, it's quite um, interesting seeing kind of, it is the different parent types, I think. And it's very good having, um, you know, it, it's making the best out of what you've got. If you have very involved parents, that can be quite helpful in the sense you have the guidance and support. Um, but it, yes, it can get a bit too much, and then not having the so involved parents is quite nice to have that freedom and, and almost do what you like. But you know, you're you are kind of missing out on that support almost. Yeah. So, how have the past few years been then with you? Has it all been plain sailing, or you know, have there been some testing times along the way? I'm a massive believer of sharing the good, the bad, and the ugly. Um, which is why I always share all of those aspects on my own social media. So what's that been like for you over the past few years? Um, I'm waiting to get my own therapist, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, it's been uh, crazy. Um, I don't think it's still uh, quite sunk in um, what, what's, what's gone on. And, um, it, you know, it's been crazy of... There's so much, so many different aspects to it. Again, I didn't think it would grow this big, especially this quickly. And it's it's quite hard sometimes to get your head around it. And um, I I live with um, Emily Musto, who's uh, based here with some horses. And you know, we kind of try. We, we we both get caught up very much in our day to day life, but we try to say to each other every now and then, just take a, a step back, sit down. And, and kind of look at the place we're living in, look at the life we've got. And, um, you know, I hated going to school every single morning. And, and it's the, the same as people going to work for a job they don't enjoy. Um, but school school's obviously a bit more different because you also don't get paid for it, which isn't helpful. Um, but so you're going there every morning and just thinking, you know, I don't want to go there. It's a horrible place. And... <laughs> I don't enjoy it one bit, and I was I was racing to get out of there. I mean, if I could leave before I did, I would have, but I couldn't quite get away with that. I got through my GCSEs, um, but whilst doing that, that was when I was putting 
very inner city school. So, you know, a boy that rides horses is, is quite a weird thing. And so I was the pony boy of the school. And, um, but I was willing to, you know, take that label because I knew I was, I was, well, hopefully. And I agree, actually. I wasn't the biggest fan of school either. <laughs> I didn't get good grades. Um, and, yeah, it took me three years of three gap years before I decided to even go to uni and do an equine degree um, because I just disliked it so much. And it's really interesting. I think so many people get so hung up on school and grades um, and just think that, you know, if they have a bad time at school or if they don't get the right grades, then that impacts their future. And I'm the biggest believer that that isn't necessarily the case. And obviously we're recording this when we're in a global pandemic. And I know school has been sort of cancelled. Homeschooling is happening. And I'm sure there must be so many younger people out there that, you know, might not be able to take their exams. They might have to be reliant on their mock exam grades. And that must be so worrying for them, I think. But, you know, if they can just try and stay true to the fact that, you know, it doesn't necessarily shape your whole life as much as you might be led to think. And I'm probably a bit naughty for saying that, but it really doesn't. And I think you're you're a classic example of that. I am as well. There are so many others out there. Definitely, and, and I, I think it, it's, it's what you, you have to make the decision of what you want to do, um, and I'm not saying completely, you know, bunk all your exams, because if, if there are some people's careers that they are very important to, and they have to make the effort for them, but I knew what I wanted to do, and CCSEs weren't a part of that at all. Um, so, you know, I, I, I did get okay grades, um, and I finished them. If I went off my mocks, I, I definitely wouldn't have, because <laughs> they, they were just a, a bit of a waste of time, really. But you have to make the decision of what you want to do, or even have some kind of idea, because, you know, a lot of people are still figuring things out as they grow up. So I had um, a meeting with my accountant on Monday, and uh, tried to get my head around Yes, I agree. I think mindset, cash flow, business management, money management should all be taught like pre-GCSE for sure. <laughs> so I think a lot of people... Sorry, carry on. It's just some of the stuff is just completely irrelevant. And I remember doing my English uh, literature speaking exam on why GCSEs don't define our I admire that. Obviously... Lots has happened um, over those years since 2015. I think a lot of people, um, and I know we touched on this when we spoke the other day, a lot of people um, leave school and then they go and work as a working rider or they go and work as a groom. Obviously, you didn't go down that route. Was that a conscious decision or did you just want to do events and just follow the path and think you'll just give it a go and see what happens? Um, no, it, 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 was, it wasn't a forced decision, but it was kind of... I saw it as my only option of, um, yeah, so a lot of people do their exams and then go for a, a working pupil position, take their horse, learn the trade, and then hopefully pick up enough experience when they're ready to then set up on their own. Um, but I didn't have uh, a horse at all, um, so I wasn't going to just go and work for someone without a horse. Um, and my parents kind of weren't going to find me one. So I was riding for an owner 
I'm, I'm going to a couple other events as a bit of fun. Um, and so then I uh, finished my GCSEs and set up a livery yard. Again, that was to make some money. I don't quite know why I didn't um, just go and work for someone uh, as, a, as not a working pupil, but a normal greenish job and earn some money because I would have put up a lot more than I did then. Um, but I took, took kind of the risk and uh, set up on my own um, straight away from school, which some people wouldn't advise, but it was a good learning curve. <laughs> and so I, I then bought that horse off the owner um, and was paying her in monthly instalment um, through making money from liveries. So and now she's 100% my horse and I still have her and things. Um, and so then I, I had a horse and I was making a bit of money and then it all started going a bit downhill. So that's when I then could have, I could have went for a working pupil result uh, option and, and take my horse and, and learn the trade. Because at that time, all I was telling myself is, I want to be a rider, I want to be a rider. And I still do want to ride, I'd like to have a, a, a string of horses and things. But I think as things have grown, um, I've realised that I, w- I wouldn't be one of those riders, 20 horses in the school a day. Because I do like the business side of it. I like uh, trading, I like dealing with clients. I, I really enjoy coaching. So... It, it just kind of didn't really appeal to me, and especially starting out on my own and then almost taking a, a back step um, and, and going back to work for someone. So I, I, I don't think I ever really saw it as an option. Okay, that's really interesting. And that actually does bring us on to um, your top three things. So I know when we first spoke, I said, right, what top three tips would you have for somebody who is wanting to take the plunge, whether they're young, whether they've had a full-on career and they just want to take take that first step. And I loved tip one that you shared. So do you want to just elaborate on that a little bit, a little bit more? Um, because okay. one of my mottos is say yes and figure it out later because I have done that for the past five years in business and it served me pretty well. So what's your tip number one? Okay, so... Um do bite off more than you can chew. Um, and, and I put it into the phrase um, on Monday that um, bite off more than you can chew as long as you can fit it into your mouth, <laughs> which sounds strange, but if you kind of break it up, and, and this did come to me probably when I was like, just trying to think of random things. Um, but actually what it means is, you know, like I said, everyone tells you not to bite off more than you can chew. But as long as you can take that bite, take that risk, and then, like you said, process it as it's happening and, and figure it out later, um, then, you know, once you've taken that bite, you're not going to spit it out unless you're a quitter. So you, you have to chew it and process it. Love it. <laughs> it's a really relatable um, analogy. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, so tip two, uh, be willing to make sacrifices um, because... You know, we both know business isn't easy and anyone in business knows business isn't easy. So you have to be willing to make sacrifices and and uh, miss out on some things in the hope that you're going to get ahead of others. Um, you know, I, I've, like I said, I've cut off a lot of people and I missed out quite a bit of social life, I guess. <laughs> um, which, 
is it, is it the nicest when things go wrong because you're just thinking, you know, I'd love to, you know, go out and, and be a normal person sometimes. Um, and it's, yeah, it does hit you hard sometimes, but you have to be willing to, make, that was my big sacrifice, is time. I, I didn't, I put all my time into the business in the hope that it was going to work out. And I suppose that's why I've kind of kept going because I've given up so much so far that uh, it would be a waste to ke- uh, give up now. Yeah. Um, so you have to be willing to, to miss out on that party or, um, you know, miss out on going out to that place and, and uh, make sure you get up early when everyone else is still in bed um, and just really go out of your way to make yeah, that is so true. Uh, then tip three would be um, remember you have to enjoy what you're doing, and that is a big thing because I've tr- you know I've tried to get three things when I wasn't quite enjoying it, and it really it, it makes a difference not only on your on your mental state almost, but the quality of your work. Is, yeah, it's going to help because when you have those tough times and, and things aren't going quite planned not enjoying it you're going to be a lot closer to giving up than if it's something you really want to work towards and want it to work then uh, it'll make it a lot easier then. absolutely and life's too short to not enjoy what you're doing isn't it, it goes back to school days i know you don't really have much of a choice in that but you know before i set up my business i was so unhappy in my job like so unhappy and life is too short and i think when you are doing something you love that passion really comes through and you get so excited and you probably work ridiculous hours and most days of the week as I do and it just doesn't really feel like work because you love what you're doing I love what I'm doing and I think that's so so important isn't it definitely and, and it, it it really is because to, to me I, I know there's uh, logistic problems and yes you need to take time to tolerate at the end of the month um, especially if you have children or something but really, you uh, you need to question why why you're doing something that makes you unhappy. Because, like I said, life is too short, and you have to be enjoying it. So think about what you enjoy, what you can change to get there, and almost think think about kind of your ideal world and what would be in it. And I know you you use vision board it, yeah. um, but think about what that end result is, and then figure out a plan to get there. Um, rather than going along with something and hoping it will end where you want to have that end point and then figure out how you're going to get absolutely I agree completely so what are the plans then for Banfield Equestrian for the next five years Um, five years is a long time but (laughs) actually um, yeah time flies I mean I've been here nine months now I think wow Um, and it's all happened very quickly um, but really just keep keep developing growing um, a reputation a client base um, and just just you know keep expanding it and trying to get as much exposure as possible I mean next year I'd like to start a bit more riding um, but that's finance dependent um, <laughs> and then with the camps and training I'd like to do a, a lot more coaching myself and then just keep keep things going and, and you know, building things. That sounds fabulous. That come along with that and 
enjoy it. That's what it's all about, isn't it? <laughs> is, exactly. there, is there anything else you wanted to share for our listeners today? Um, I think, well, it, in, you know, there's so many different aspects of things. Um, and I think rest is, is something that is really um, not, not thought about very much, especially if you're starting out a business. Um, you, like I said, you want to work silly hours and, and through the night and, and not have days off, but you'll quickly learn that isn't sustainable. Um, and, and you need to schedule some time off or a break or just have a structure. And what I was kind of thinking um, when I was trying to reflect on things is work 50% of the time at 100%, not 100% of the time at 50%. Yeah, I love that. You can work all through the night and stupid hours, but it's probably not going to be very productive. But try, so try and condense it and work harder in the shorter time, then switch everything off, have a break, and then it will also make you feel a bit more refreshed for when you do go back to things. Yeah. I agree. I was reading Richard Branson's book recently, actually, and he said one of his friends only works in 10 minute slots because then he knows that he has to make use of every single second. Whereas if you give yourself an hour to do a task, then actually there might be some checking social media, making a coffee, and you probably will still only work intensely for 10 minutes. And I think for business owners, they find it so hard to switch off. I know I do. Um, I am getting much better at it and giving myself the weekends because otherwise I just burn out and I can't then show up for my clients as as well as I need to. Um, so I think that's a really good point, actually. It is okay to have a rest. You've got to focus on yourself, haven't you? Yeah, and, and you know, by all means, like I said, when you're starting out a business, you, you are going to have to make the sacrifice and put the time in and, and yes, sometimes work the long hours. But as long as it's not an... an every day, 365 days of the year. I mean, like, I've used before Christmas Day as a real productive day because everyone else is switching us so I can get the advantage. But that, that's, it, it, yeah, it can't be something that happens every year, definitely. No. <laughs> and that'll catch up with you. You're still very young. <laughs> You'll need more rest time as yeah, you get older. Yeah. Oh, I think I've, I've aged in dog years recently. <laughs> Wait till you get into your 30s. <laughs> no it's not too bad it's all good fun well thank you so much for joining me for this episode it's been an absolute joy and pleasure to speak to you and interestingly I did think when I said where do you see yourself in five years you'll then be at the age that I was when I started and you'll have 10 years under your belt which is just incredible so really really inspiring and it's been so great to speak to you hear your story and share those three top tips Um, which I will pop in the show notes. And I'll also pop um, a link to your website and social media pages in the show notes as well. So people can go and check you out and follow you over there. Um, And then hopefully we can get the camps back up and running um, as soon as we possibly can. And yeah, get, get excited for more connections and amazing inspiration and business epicness, as I like to say. So thank you so much for joining. 
actually <laughs> fabulous thank you so much it was really great to have Callum from Banfield Equestrian on the podcast today I think it's really important that we celebrate entrepreneurs across the scale from the younger ones through to the multiple six and seven figure entrepreneurs as well so just to recap from Callum's top points number one is do bite off more than you can chew say yes and figure it out later motto of my life number two be willing to make sacrifices there will be times you miss out on things because you're putting your business first you know what that's okay as long as you do try and keep a bit of a balance and the number three is remember to enjoy it and I do remember when I first spoke to Callum actually he was mentioning how he looks after his clients and I know how how well he looks after his clients you know you've always got to put that client first so I think that's a little extra point that I'm just going to touch on because he was perhaps too modest to do so so thank you so much for listening I hope you found this episode really informative um, and inspiring I'm really looking forward to bringing my next guest with you don't forget make sure that you subscribe and share this one on social media and you can find Callum's social pages in the uh, show notes